Breaking it down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Ransom Notes. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Kathy Ransom is our very special host uh, each and every week. I mean, she is just uh, amazing. And uh, and she is uh, faith based. She is uh, she is informative. She is absolutely wonderful. And uh, so many people have walked away from faith for whatever reason, and all over the world. And so much, so many of the people out here look for a, a solid voice, a steady voice. And and you've got one here on Ransom Notes. And once a month we do a visual. And there's a documentary on her, and her book, of course, is Ransom Notes. Kathy Ransom, how are you? I am just fine. You know, the Lord has blessed my life. And even though I had my second booster shot for the you-know-what, uh, I'm healthy and appreciate that and know that the Lord is watching over me. And yet I need to have responsibility to uh, try and protect myself with his care. So uh, I had a sore arm this week, but that's not very important. I think I'm still healthy, and the older you get, the more thankful you are that you're healthy each day of your life. Does that make sense, Frank? It it certainly does. And when you uh, when you come down to it, uh, it's uh, it's what it's all about. I mean, it's uh, it's it's living the life that the Lord has given us in uh, in the best, most positive way. And uh, you know, look, it, it, a sore arm. Uh, should remind you that you you're doing something, uh, you know. Even if you take, uh, you know, take a little. I don't know if it's even a step back. Having a sore arm, it's it's uncomfortable, but it's a little discomfort for the the future of uh, of you and 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 to live stronger and healthier while you're on this uh, this plane, while you're on this earth. And and, and I've got to believe the uh, all the science that has come in. To all of this, it's it's the Lord who has given the uh, the scientists and given the, the doctors, the medical community, and the pharmacists the uh, the 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 skills and the natural ability to do these things. So, yeah, I I, I think it makes a tremendous amount of sense what you said. It's uh, um, I, I'm very encouraged by what we talk about each and every week. Well, and I I really am sad that we see that million dollar the pardon me million. Uh, uh, people dying directly or indirectly from the COVID uh, because any time a family loses a loved one, that means that there's probably a minimum 2 million people that are directly mourning the loss of someone they really cared for, plus lots of others. And we know that life is not always smooth. And then I think of Ukraine, and I'm not here to talk about that today, but you can't, we can't help as caring individuals that our heart is just a little sad of what's going on in Ukraine. But today, I want us to think just a bit. Do you continue to learn while you're an adult, Frank, or do you know everything that you ever need to know already because you're a wise man and you're probably at least 30? And uh, I, I know you're probably a bit more than 30. Or, do you, or have you stopped learning well, and you just... Yeah, well, oh, go ahead. You're gonna, you're gonna. No, I was just gonna say, or do you stop learning, or do you think you know everything you really know to continue to be a profitable, helpful, loving husband? Well, uh, first of all, I, I'm, I'm five years away from my second anniversary of my thirtieth birthday, so uh, 
Oh, you know, my math is good enough to figure that out. Yeah, right. So, yeah, me too. But I am learning every day. When I uh, when I stop learning, I, I I assume that means I'm I'm dead and buried, and and then well, then I'm learning, and I I hope I'm uh, I'm learning uh, with the Lord, and uh, and what uh, He has to teach me. I am constantly learning because I don't know it at at all i mean and sometimes the the more i know the less i understand and i uh I, and i i'm intellectually curious so i'm constantly answering questions that i'm asking myself or others are answering and uh, or other are, others are asking i should say and i am constantly in the process of learning i've never felt ever that i've i've learned it all and i don't care if it's uh uh, you know, on parenting, on and parenting doesn't stop just because our my youngest is nineteen. I mean, we're we're here to help them get to the next level. To you know, I, I'm constantly learning, and I thank the Lord that I'm constantly learning. And I think that that's what keeps me sort of charging ahead. Also, Frank, we just recently in our adult Sunday school class. Uh, we, the uh, associate minister, has been having a series on the Holy Spirit. And, uh, you know, I've been a Christian for umpteen years at 86. And yet I probably have learned more about, expanded my understanding of the Holy Spirit. I, I always believed in the Holy Spirit and, and, and knew, basically. But e even at my age, it's amazing what I didn't know about how he worked and the Holy Spirit, the, uh, that third part of the trinity and, and and i hadn't had plans to talk about this but you know i think probably i'm not the only christian that sort of wondered about how does the what do we mean when we say the trinity that all are part of god but god and the son and the holy spirit are three and one and the other day the minister shared this analogy and he said it's when you hear the word water you think, can think of liquid, you can think of ice, and you can think of snow. All of those are water, but they all have a different form. And that, in a way, sort of helps me understand the Trinity just a little bit. Do I understand it? Could I give a, an hour lecture on it? Absolutely not. But it does make more sense. It's that we're just the, the, the liquid that we call H2O, I guess that's the water one, uh, that, that we think of it as, yeah, we have a liquid, we pour it into a glass. It, at other times it comes in the, in the form and, and serves another purpose as ice. And we think of the skaters and how that's how uh, animals in the North Pole are able to get to where they need because of the, you know, I'm just trying to make a, a good use of ice as well as the bad. And we certainly know that snow is cold, but it's a different form than ice. And I know I much prefer driving, if I have to, driving on snow than I do driving on ice because they're, they're that different. So I do keep learning. I do try to do it. But I I learn in a, sort of in, a, in an unusual way. And I think we as listeners and adults, and that's probably our audience, we need to stop and think, how do we really learn? Do I learn when somebody tells me? Do I learn when I 
read something, does that what I read have to be really technical or does it need to be pretty simple? And I think about when I'm trying to figure out what to do on my computer, do I only learn when I'm in an emergency or do I really sort of seek out information? What do you do? You know, what causes you to decide to learn something new, Frank? I think, you know, and again, I'm on my my cell phone uh, more than I probably should be. Uh, but it's it's part of my my being at this point. And I'm not even going to apologize because I'm looking up good things. But when when somebody brings something up uh, you, when you bring up something to me, uh, I'll start uh, I'll start searching it out. And you have so many. Uh, interesting facts that you come across and you turn them into lessons. And I say, you know what, let me, uh, let me kind of take a look at, let me kind of take a look at this where we uh, breaking it down with Frank McKay. This is all of a sudden something came up. Uh, But I, I, I learn from other people bringing up things or if I'm watching a TV show, if I'm in a conversation, if I hear a word that I haven't heard before, I want to know what it means. Uh, I want to know what a concept uh, that someone is talking about that, that I've never examined, what it means. And as old and as ancient and as sacred as the Bible is, uh, there are so many things in the Bible that, uh, that I don't understand yet. And when someone brings up a great example in the Bible, and you do that so, so very well, when somebody brings it up, and they bring it up in a lesson or, or uh, you know, my minister or my priest uh, bring up something in in a lesson. I, uh, you know, I often think to myself, how come I didn't look at it that way? And am I looking at other things uh, properly to get the most out of it? Uh, and, and I'll tell you, it, it being intellectually curious and being spiritual and being faith based, um, it, it, it's not mutually exclusive. You you can be faith based, and somehow, I don't know. Somewhere along the line, Christians got the uh, reputation for for not being thinkers out of the box or whatever. You know, I said last week. I think Einstein and and Stephen Hawking they both mentioned uh, the, the Creator and God so often in uh, in their their lessons. Uh, some of the smartest people in the world have the, the strongest faith based, and and we shouldn't fool ourselves into, into well, thinking anything differently. Well, Ed, I think, uh, just as we were talking about the Holy Spirit, certainly I've heard of it and knew the Trinity, but I have been totally engaged in the last three weeks as we have really tried to look at it in a more enhanced way. Just as a six-year-old, you try and teach them about fruit, but you don't go into all of the scientific details of how that fruit grows and what vitamins are in it and minerals and how it affects your body positively and negatively because you're eating an apple a day. You grow in that same. And somehow, sometimes when we get to be 18 or 22 or 65 or or you're 60 or my 86, some people just think, oh, well, I know everything I need to know and that's okay. And I'm just going to go out and, and uh, play my golf game or uh, sit in a rocking chair and watch TV. But how I learn is that I really do truly, and I think most people learn in a variety of ways. Sometimes I need to search it out myself because in that process, my ga- my brain becomes more engaged. But there are times 
and it happened this morning. I really was having trouble sending ransom notes out to the 450 people or so that I send it to every week. And all anybody has to do is email me and I'll add them to my list to send it out. But it wasn't going out. I had to call somebody and together we sort of struggled through. And I think we've got it sent out finally. I needed a tutor. There are other times when I need an expert to help me even go beyond the minimal. And that's what the that's what Brandon was doing with me as I was helping really understand more thoroughly the Holy Spirit. Sometimes I need lectures. Sometimes I just need to sit back and hear something inspiring or motivating and let my mind just sort of, in a sense, take it in like a sponge and then maybe later at night reflect on it. But the point being, I hope everybody is learning. And that leads me to the next point I want to make for today. I read a piece just this morning. I changed what I was going to say today as late as this morning. I read a piece by a former minister friend of mine called, his name is Bob Russell. Some of our listening audience might have heard of him. But anyway, he was his concern on tweet, Twitter, Twitter, I guess is what you call it. You can tell how dumb I am. On Twitter was that he is concerned about how many people are staying at home instead of coming to and, and watching and listening on the TV. I mean, they're, they're allegedly, they are participating in the service, but they are not coming to service. They're not coming in and attending in person. And he is concerned about this. I too am very concerned about that. Not only as it relates to people coming to worship, I'm also worried about it in a, in a fringe way by youth who are not having some <clears throat> personal connections with teachers and fellow students as they together learn. Because some of what you learn is by the reaction of those around you and the sub-comments uh, uh, that someone makes. Oh, I don't think I understand that. Or you see a wrinkle. Or I've got another idea. Or this makes me... And, and we miss that when we are really online or you're watching it on tv doesn't mean we can't learn things on tv and that's why i talked about how do you learn some things we learn that way sometimes i just sit back and, and reflect and listen but we need to really relook at this trend frank that so many people are saying i'm just going to stay at home I am going to do my worship there. I'm going to do my work there. I'm going to do my pleasure there. And I'm then just going to trim my tulips or whatever it might be. So I just, we don't have much time, but I want to just briefly share Bob Russell's six reasons why we should seriously consider assembling together primarily on the Lord's Day, or for the Jewish people, it would be on Friday. And, and one of it is that being together, we build each other up. I think the word is edify, but I use build up because, you know, that works. That 
just being there and seeing that you also care or that you feel it important enough, you being whomever else is around me, not just you, Frank, it, it, that, that helps build and encourage me. Number two, it's a way for me to serve others or for you to serve others. It's hard if I'm isolated in my home to do certain kinds of serving. Yes, I can write letters, and yes, I can call people and encourage them, and yes, I can tweet on my Twitter and or write an email or a ransom note, and I do that. But it also gives me opportunity to reach out to somebody who needs a helping hand. You see somebody coming in, and it sort of goes together with you can quietly testify the other you you help them you serve them somebody's coming in and they need a helping hand to get to up the stairs somebody is carrying two kids in a backpack with baby bottles with formula that they still have even though it's disappearing on the shelves how do you like that for a detour uh, <laughs> uh, or or you help you, you help in the program itself you have to prepare a bit because you're going to be working with a worship team or you're on the song leader or you're going to be playing the piano or you're teaching a class or you're holding babies in the nursery. All of that makes connections. It makes you feel, yes, I the Lord is using me. He thinks I'm good enough to hold a baby and not drop it or pinch it or whatever it might be. Number four it's sort of a natural way to evangelize and to tell each other. And I, I share a, a story from yesterday at church. And sitting in front of me was a mother and a father, a wee baby in, um, a, you know, one of those things they stash kids, and uh, a, probably a two-year-old who, who wiggled around and and was basically extraordinarily good, but wiggled a little. And so we were coming out of church. I'd never met them. I, I think it may have been their first time at our church. And I said, I am so glad that you brought your two children today because I said, we must uh, get young people into meeting the Lord early and helping establish a pattern. And your kids were so nice and so cute. And I just love watching them as I listen today. And the mother looked at me, and she almost cried. Wow. She said, I so appreciate what you said. She said, I was going to get in the car and tell my husband, we can't come back again because of our kids. They make too much noise. Frank, they were perfect kids. But she needed someone there to encourage and share with her. That's what we mean by sort of opportunities to quickly encourage and to spread the word and to help people believe and follow and enjoy and grow. And we can't do that sitting just watching our television. It's very hard to do that. And then the last reason Bob Russell gave was God commands it. And I'm going to just read two verses for you from Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, just sort of to support the idea again of this bottom line premise. Friends, we need to gather together to encourage and so forth. And the Hebrew, the author of Hebrews says, 
let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from guilty conscience and having our bodies washed. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. The Hebrew author tells us we've got to spur each other on. You encourage me when you invite me to share with others. Now, our listening audience, how do they encourage somebody? That's my bottom line message for today, Frank. We have to help each other. It's wonderful. It's one, you know, I just, uh, one comment on, on uh, stopping by that, uh, that young uh, woman with her two-year-old and, you know, wiggling around or whatever. You know, there's, there's a, uh, an expression called teachable moments. And, uh, and, you know, that, that's used uh, quite a bit. And like, it, that's, you know, kind of like a, a child makes a mistake or somebody makes a mistake uh, that you could, uh, you could teach them uh, during that. And, and it's kind of a, a positive uh, out of a negative. But that was a, a boostable moment, right? Because that woman is thinking in her mind, all she sees are the people that are aggravated maybe by, uh, by a, a young child being wiggly and, uh, and, and, you know, maybe talkative and, and so forth. But you came by and said, Hey, it's great that you did this. This is a, you know, and she looked like she was about to cry because she has probably thought about this. Like, should we, should we stay away from church until these, these children get a little older? I'm telling you that it, it, that is a great age to start, uh, teaching someone, uh, about the Lord two years old. And, and yes, uh, that things aren't sinking in or whatever, but they're they're getting the feeling. I remember being very very young, not understanding what was going on, but but uh, being impressed with uh, the peace be with you part. And when everybody everybody kissed or everyone uh, shook, shook hands or embraced, you know when you know the Lord is with you and also with you, uh, and then you know give give each other peace, a sign of peace. And I remember as a young child. Uh, you know, being impressed by that, and and I know it was before the uh, the the uh, age of learning or understanding, uh, and and I I think that's wonderful that you did that, and I think that's wonderful that that was her response back. I I almost dropped my teeth that aren't even false, uh, and, and and as I walked away, I thought, Catherine, thank you, Lord, and the Holy Spirit for. Uh, uh, helping me take time because I get a little uh, hurried to do other things. And I really did sort of say, you know, Holy Spirit, I'm glad you sort of moved me to at least be friendly. Uh, and, you know, it doesn't cost much and you don't have to have lots of uh, uh, tremendous skills to just say to somebody, I'm so glad you're here today. I don't believe I've seen you yet at church before. Uh, my name is Kathy. Uh, do you have a name? Can we, I just, I just want to say, I appreciate you being here today. And is this your first time or whatever? And it's amazing what you don't have to be a church and Bible scholar to encourage people, but you can't do that from your, from your chair watching a TV because there isn't anybody else there. To, to, you don't see who's the visitors. You don't have a chance to say, and am I glad we have Online services, of course, because there are people who are handicapped and can't walk or can't get out or too old. Of course, that is 
the least at least they're getting input and they're they're learning but for we who are still up and around and walking and smiling and doing well you've heard the message so i won't say it again but uh, it's uh, always good to, to to meet with you and to chat a bit here on online and I just want to, to say that I wish you would tell the audience, I believe you've just had a new golden opportunity for celebrating your talents, and I wish you would share that information with our audience today, Frank. Well, thank you. Thank you for bringing that up, and thank you for your kind words and thoughts. Uh, I was uh, just recently, uh, a week ago today, and for those listening in the future, we're speaking on, on Monday the 16th of May, so a week before and I'm trying to think of that was the 9th, May 9th. I was named president of WABC Radio Long Island and the Long Island Division. And uh, it was a great honor. And WABC uh, Radio 77 uh, is the mother station. And uh, it reaches 26 different states. It's the, the largest um, clear channel um uh, radio station out there and and but I am uh, simply from the Long Island division and we have three million people out here and my uh, my task is to to get uh, more people to know what's going on in Long Island and I'm in charge of the FM station uh, on Long Island and it is 107.1 around here you know and I know people are listening around here um, and and again this is I, I think uh, a lot of great things are going to happen. Uh, certainly for the station and their goals are my goals. But I think even for us, Kathy, I think a lot of people are going to, there's going to be more uh, ears and eyes on us because uh, different people are going to uh, want to see other things that we're doing. And this is the only uh, Christian-based or faith-based show that I'm involved in. And I'm so honored, as I am with WABC, to be involved with their programming. Um, and they have some good Christian uh, uh uh, based shows as well um, that uh, that's highly um, you know ranked up there. But um, I, I, I'm as honored as I am with WABC as I am uh, to be invited to talk to you each and every week and to this audience. So uh, God bless everyone out there and 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 thank you very much for bringing that up. Well, it's uh, it's been fun, and uh, I think we may have some uh, news to announce in another week or two about some uh, advancements that we hope to be doing together. Uh, as I as I try as I try to learn a little bit more, and I've been working with the tech people at our church, trying to get a little better educated about some of this. Uh, again, it's that spirit that I think we need to keep learning, and that helps us all. So, have a great week, friends. And to you and, and to everyone for listening. And we'll be talking about the, the TV real soon. And uh, Kathy Ransom is our host each and every week. Very proud to be her co-pilot on this. God bless to everyone. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Ransom Notes. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Talk radio.